Welcome to Discover Joyous Love with Anita DeFrancesco as your host. This is a hybrid of topics under the subjects of mindfulness, sexuality, and relationships. Hello, this is episode 26, and the topic is, is polyamory an option in your relationship? There's a lot of curiosity and talk amongst couples, married couples, couples that are in short or long-term relationships about exactly what is polyamory. And then there's polygamy, and then there's swinging and swapping, and then there's tantra, the beautiful divineness of love, sacredness. And in some way, all of these weave together or can weave together according to the kind of couple you are and what your needs are and where you are in your relationship. So what does poly mean? It's a Greek word meaning many loves. And polyamory is basically where you have a couple, which is pretty much a solid couple, like a married couple or someone who's been together a very long time. And they want to open the relationship up to include a consensual non-monogamy where you bring in another partner. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done because, you know, we have a lot of um, jealousy and things like that. And there's many classes that couples can drop into to learn about how to be in a polyamorous relationship, if that's what's going to work for you. Now, the biggest thing is about you want your partner to be happy. Your partner may be the type that needs to have more love, more desire, more food, so to speak, or these these unmet, you know, uh, spiritual insufficiencies or old addictions lingering over and, you know, and maybe having someone else along with a significant other helps them to self-regulate and balance. But there must be communication here. There must be a lot of communication because jealousy and you don't want to really lose your partner, but you have to agree. Now, if there isn't an agreement, it isn't going to work. And it all depends on, you know, where you are on the journey. Uh, how old are you? Do you have children? What, what's the status of your whole lifestyle? And um, so polyamory is about consensual non-monogamy. It's a, it's a romantic relationship with agreeance, having another person. And it's not for recreation. Now, when I talk about swinging and swapping, that's more recreational for sex, where you meet people and you exchange sex, you swap but then you're done with it. Or you may meet up with those people again, but it's not polyamory. Polyamory is pretty serious because there is an intimacy that goes on with the, the third partner that gets involved. So there is love here and there's care and concern. It's like having two real relationships at one time. Now it could be the man with the two women or the woman with the two men, but it's not like threesome sex or anything like that. It's more like you're sharing a relationship of three instead of two. Of course, yes, there's lovemaking and sex and all that that goes on, but there's a lot of different things. You're sharing the uh, active duties and roles, even if there are children involved. So this is uh, something that you may want to read about. There's a lot of classes on this out there. Um, you know, so romantic relationship with agreements to open up the other romantic partners and practice or desire for intimate relationships it has to be an informed consent of all the partners involved. Otherwise, it won't work. People who identify with open relationships and believe in them. So you have to believe in the open relationship. Uh, 
there has to be what we call a conscious management of jealousy because jealousy will arise, especially if you've built up, you know, you've had so much love together in many years or, or maybe it's a new relationship. But sometimes the new relationship, I would suggest that, that be involved with your partner for a while before you go into the polyamory because basically you'll, you'll lose what you have. So it's good to build up that solid, significant other first. And then later, once you discover what your needs are or what you're not pleasing each other about and where you want to seek out, but it has to be done again, like I said, with a lot of honesty. Now, if you have a partner that's always cheating on you, woman or man, you may want to open them up to the poly lifestyle. I mean, and educate them because you can continually get emotionally hurt if your partner is, is with you, doesn't want to lose you, keeps you in 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 the center there, keeps you, you know, controlled, keeps you with him or her, and then they're out having an affair. Well, you may as well open the relationship up to polyamory if if you can. Now, in May 1990, there was what we call, there was a magazine. It was, this is where polyamory first appeared in the Green Egg magazine uh, in an article by the Morning Glory Zell Ravenheart. A bouquet of lovers is what the title of that article was. So you may want to look that up in the Green Egg magazine. A bouquet of lovers. Because polyamory is about love and intimacy and caring for that third partner. It's not about recreation. It's not about just having to fulfill the needs for the moment. It's about sharing love in a threesome. And it goes on. It can go on for years. The practice, state of ability of having more than one sexual loving relationship at the same time with consent. There must be consent. The way I see it is that desire will always be there. We are, we as humans are not designed to walk the straight line. And a lot of time people get hurt and leave their lovers because they find them wanting more love out there. It doesn't mean they don't love you, but you have to work this out with um, communication, consent, and managing the jealousy. Because see, humans, desires there, but humans are not designed and to, to walk the straight line, like I said, but not everyone can meet all your needs. And this is one of the reasons why the polyamory relationship has become so modernized and popular in this time that we're living in. Um, there, there's what we call love devotion and, and discipline. Now, when you have a love devotion and discipline, that is what we work in Tantra. So Tantra is a little bit different and it supports this, but also supports the lifestyle of polyamory or swinging or swapping. Swinging and swapping is pretty much just more for recreational meeting up with friends or even your own friends that you know that are couples that you hang out with, but there's no uh, real intimacy or, um, you know, uh, exclusivity that would happen with them. So polyamory has a different angle to it. So let's get on with what it's all about. It's an umbrella term. Polyamory is an umbrella term for non-monogamous, multi-partner relationships or non-exclusive with recurring themes such as love, intimacy, honesty, integrity, equality, communication, and commitment. So in the polyamory relationship, there is the commitment. It's not like you're with a significant other for years and they want to go out and have an affair for a few months. That's not what it is. It's 
more than that, it's having another significant relationship along with the one that you're in. But you can, like I said, navigate these any way you want, these uh, open relationship um, flings or parties or whatever you want to call them. But polyamory is pretty serious. Now, the benefit is you get more emotional, intellectual, and sexual needs met as a part of the understanding that one cannot be expected to provide them all. So you're in a relationship and you love your significant other, but they don't give you everything. They can't provide it. So you start to discuss what it is that you need more of in the relationship. And if it can't be fulfilled, this is, this is an option. Fidelity and loyalty, not as sexual exclusivity, but as faithfulness to the promises and agreements made about a relationship. So a poly family could be more than three people. It could even be four people. It could be children could be involved. It's really working from the family unit. But negotiation with all are involved. You're tuned in to Discover Joyous Love, and this is episode 26. And the topic this week is, is polyamory, polyamory an option in your relationship? So we want to talk about, again, polyamory is a broad term, but it has a lot of, there's a lot of faithfulness that goes into the polyamory lifestyle. One of the things is that you want to do if you're thinking about the polyamory lifestyle is to establish terms and emphasize the honesty and communication. And this is key as, as uh, to your, to your respected partner that you're in the long-term relationship with. And when you decide to uh, be instrumental in bringing in the third party, there has to be non-possessiveness. So you, there's compersion. Like, in other words, what compersion is, is you, you want to, you, you must be there and have this state of joy for another's happiness. You want to see your partner happy. And if it makes your partner happy to fulfilling his or her needs with another, and you're not acting out in a jealous way or an obsessive way, then it, then it, it, it would work. But, you know, again, you have to be in the lifestyle and be with other couples and people so that you can feel that you have a community to do this with or a community that you can share um, your experiences, actually. So compersion is the opposite of jealousy, the opposite of jealousy. Now, in the polyamory relationship, there could be difficulties honoring the true desires Financial dependence should be avoided, dividing, balancing attention between them. So if you are, again, in this polyamorous relationship where there are three people, it is important to be able to divide the balancing between all of you and have the boundaries, so to speak, and know about even because a lot of time polyamory couples, they end up living together and um, three in a threesome. And so you have to talk about financial dependency and honoring each and each partner's true desires. Keeping in mind, cheating is not polyamory. Having an affair on the side from your beloved is not polyamory. That's, that's um, disrespect. And in my mind, it's criminal. If you don't have honesty and you're with a beloved for years and you decide to betray them in some way or cheat, so if your partner's really into cheating, they may need to love more, need more desire, need more food, so to speak. And they want to open them up to coming out as poly. 
it has its own orientation. Now, why polyamory? Because one cannot fulfill all your needs. Let's take a look at what those needs are. And then there is the desire and breaking the boredom and having the, ver the variety of an experience or building upon the experience you're in and being able to divert some of that and coming back to the main experience that you've had for years, say, with the one person. So it really does work for some people. It does demand openness, consent, trust, communication skills, clear boundaries, and mutual respect. And then, again, there can be debates over children if children are involved. That's another, that's a whole nother story. So where do you begin? Generally, a married couple, couple is where it happens. They open up the relationship after many years of having that trust and that solidness together, and they know they'll be together forever. They open it up, or, or, or just a, a couple that's been together for a very long time. Why does poly work for some? People who relish in social interaction and have found themselves to fall in love easily. So if you're a social interacting type of person out there and you're you're just uh, one of these people that are very open-minded or you have found yourself to fall in love with more than one person at the same time or possibly you have a high sex drive or possibly neediness and this is why a polyamory relationship would work in actuality it's pretty healthy to have this type of relationship than to cheat on your beloved without letting them know behind their back because that becomes emotionally dangerous and um, hurtful to both parties. And then, of course, you end up leaving each other. Some people don't feel jealousy. Jealousy can be dealt with in the polyamory workshops out there. There's many workshops out there. Kamala Davy, you can look her up. She has many workshops on this in San Diego. And it's... Uh, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful thing if you can uh, find yourself in this type of love. So some pillars of polyamory are authenticity, choice, trust, gender equality, honesty, transparency, open communication, non-possessiveness, and consensual. So open opening your mind if other experiences enter, like, for example, BDSM. So also in this lifestyle, there are many other things that can open up and to be aware of this and to be open to maybe explore other things as well. Again, it's all about keeping your partner happy, making your partner happy. If your partner is happy, you are happy. Being a sex positive person is also a part of this. Um, Sex positive people are comfortable with their emotional, their spiritual and sexual selves and they and with their body. So being a sex positive person, number one is your body image. And are you comfortable with that body? Understanding, accepting, tolerating your partner's sexual needs and beliefs, practices, and yes, kinkiness, opening up to explore a variety of sensual, intimate and sexual experiences. Keeping in mind, always asking for what you want in a comfortable, respectful way. So some of this work here that I'm contributing to this podcast is by a Dr. Kenneth Haslam, 
And Loving More is also an organization where you can take classes on polyamory. Um, there's also Kamala Davy in San Diego, who isn't very involved in the polyamory lifestyle. And there's a book out that I read, Building Open Relationships by Liz Powell. So the thing is, you can find many avenues to learn about this. But again, it is quite different than the other things that I'm going to talk about now. But let's talk about polygamy. Now, I just recently met someone, a man, as a matter of fact, at the casino a week or so ago. And he says he's a polygamist, and uh, which means he's married to two women at one time. Now, this has been discussed as violating a woman's rights. And that's a whole other thing, polygamy. There's In polyamory, there's really not marriage, maybe marriage to the, to the one couple, and then they open it up. But polygamy is a whole other topic, but it does mean it, it could be illegal in the United States, and it can violate a woman's rights if a man is married to two women at one time. Then there's poly, poly, polyandry. Where women, where women marries more, where the woman marries more. So that would be the opposite of polygamy, polyandry. Um, another reason why couples would go into um, polyamory is because they have so much love between them in poly and, and, and they want to share that and extend that love to another human being, which can be beautiful. So getting back to polyamory, it is not really a threesome or swinging or swapping. And it is a solidness that happens, a relationship of love between three people or more. Jealousy is a tool for growth is one of my topics that I had talked about in the past. But let me talk to you now about the lifestyle of swinging and swapping. Now, these lifestyles, we see polyamory involves emotions for everyone. There's, it's more of an emotional connection where swinging and swapping is more of recreational, uh, non-committal, where it's sexual and non-emotional. So people swing, they swap with friends, and it's a lifestyle, just as polyamory is as well. But so if you're a couple that you're very happily married, but you wouldn't be able to handle a polyamory relationship because that would be more committal. Then maybe the swinging or swapping lifestyle is for you because this would um, open you up to freeing yourself a little more, opening up to your sexuality, exploring a little bit more, engaging in recreational sex with maybe strangers or people that are not, you know, that you don't, that you're not really um, in commitment with. And it's, it's just a healthy, a healthy outlet to strengthen your, your solid relationship that you're in. So the swinging and swapping lifestyle, people have a curiosity. They want to explore their sexuality. And what that does, it, uh, you have meaningful friendships there sometimes, but there's no committal and no real emotions involved. And, it's, and so that can also be good if your partner is the type that likes to, that you're not into polyamory, but your partner likes to cheat and run around and then you get hurt, open them up to the swinging lifestyle. Now, swinging benefits gives you what gives more improved communication amongst the, um, the significant couple, respect, community, more intimacy, better sex life. It can open your sex life up and you can have a different um you know, uh, different areas of your sexuality that you're exploring. You, 
you're turned on to see your beloved with another. How about that one? Turning turned on to see your beloved with another. And the sexual communication is a big turn on. So one of the things to be aware of is to know your emotional patterns in this. Building open relationships is the key here. Learning how to build them. I'm just going to give you a little bit more here. So it's all of it. Polyamory, swinging and swapping is, is really learning how to um, love without boundaries, loving unconditionally. Things to look for in any of these is the journey. Where are you in your life, your age, your exploration patterns, um, your generation that you're in. So there's, you know, there's the modern world opening up to the modernness of life. And the principles would be attention, intention, and focusing uh, in all of this. And in the, in the um, open relationship, there, there still needs in the polyamory relationship needs to be that attention and the focus and the intention has to be there because it's more committal and more emotional. And then I'll just talk to you about what Tantra is. My work is Tantra wisdom and I teach Tantra. Now, Tantra can benefit any couple or single person out there. So people that want to be in polyamorous lifestyle or the swinging, swapping lifestyle, they can take Tantra to learn how to be connected and open and uh, learn how to be more intimate with the beloved. But a lot of times people come to Tantra to learn how to just work themselves as a couple. And that helps people to get their relationship, to save their relationship, to ignite their passion. And this might be for people who just don't want to go into any other type of lifestyle out there. But Tantra is good for everyone because it has principles of responsibility, dedication, being dedicated to your lover. It's basically teaching you how to practice love and how to be respectful and appreciative and honoring and appreciating your, your partner. So I want to thank you for tuning in to Discover Joyous Love. And this is episode 26, is polyamory an option in your relationship was our topic today. Tantrawisdom.com is where I can be found to learn about me and my workshops. And also, um, I have a book called Live Free, which you can find on Amazon. It talks about my transformation, gives you some Tantra exercises in there. And also, I have another book, a true crime book about a girl called, um, it's called the Donna Gentile Story.com, and that's also available on Amazon. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you.